three, two, one. That's right. You're listening to the It's My Time podcast, a recording of the experiences, past and present of everyday people. Yes, indeed. And now, here's your host, the one, the only, Asher Chua. How long have you been in this on this uh, real estate journey? So I'm 41. I've wanted to sell real estate or be a part of real estate. I've wanted real estate to be a part of my life since I was 25. I didn't get my license until I was 40. Um, at the time in my 20s, I was pursuing my teaching credential. Um, you know, I was I got married, bought a house, had kids, and just the obligations kept building up. And I don't know if it was a midlife, midlife crisis or what, but, you know, I turned 40 and I just felt like if I don't do this now, I'll never do it. And I'll be an old man pissed at myself because I never pursued something that I wanted to pursue. And so uh, I knew some local realtors in my area who were very encouraging. And I, I clicked up with um with a local brokerage and had some pretty good success um, right out of the gate. And, uh, you know, when I got my license, I got my license on, I don't know, the first Friday in March or first Tuesday in March. And, you know, I didn't hang my license until a month and a half later. And when I finally hung my license, I went into the office to work. Um, I, I, I wrote an offer day one with my business partner on the, on the buying side of the transaction. And, and uh, I mean, I've been drinking from a fire hose ever since there's just so much information to know in real estate. And, and I've, I found that I've never been the type to know it all. Like I've never been the type to fake it till you make it. Um, if there's something I don't know, I'm going to tell you, I don't know, but I'm going to go find the information from someone that does know and know, someone that knows it well. Yeah. And so I've, that's kind of what I've hung my hat on. And people have have seen that, and, and I'm, I'm a very patient person. I'm I'm not patient with myself, but I'm very patient with others. And for me, that's paid that's paid dividends. You know, I, there were a couple a couple people that uh, there was a couple that I worked with. I met in I met in August of 2020, and these folks didn't end up buying until November of 2020. There, this gentleman was an engineer. Uh, no, he was a chemist from the Bay Area and he was originally from where he bought but he ended up moving and working in the city and wanted to come closer to home and he would come out and I would show him five six seven properties in a weekend literally spend a day with him his dad and his wife and um, we wrote a couple offers that got rejected and and it was just very painful process and they weren't serious initially but as you know time moved on they got more and more serious and found something they liked and and we, we pulled the trigger and they were able to get in a contract on something and so um they wanted a fixer and we found them a fixer and we ended up uh one of the things in the inspection process um we got them a home inspection did a roof inspection and a pest inspection well the pest inspection had um dollars worth of pest work on it. it needed a new deck needed all this other stuff and so we negotiated that off of the purchase price. So we got them a 30,000, 30 plus thousand dollar discount on the home. So they left me a nice Google review for that and they're still in the house and they love it. And it's, they're making their repairs and it's just been a, been a total home run for them. That's amazing. So with being in real estate now, 
working as an educator? Have you found time for hobbies and how, how do you manage um, like family life and just other things to kind of dial down or just have that downtime? That's where I struggle. Um, I like to work and there have been times I have absolutely been guilty of sacrificing family time for work time. And that is something that I'm trying to change. Um, we, uh, that's, a, that's just a big, a big problem that I have. And so uh, from education, I, I've always had two or three jobs my whole adult life. And so what I'm looking, I'm looking to transition. You know, I'm part owner of a gym. Um, I own a batting cage. I was teaching, which I resigned from recently. This is the first school year. I haven't gone back in, in about 15 years. And, uh, you know, I want real estate to be it for me. And so the effort and energy that I've put into other things, I'm trying to put that energy into real estate. Um, I love coaching my kids sports, um, the, the, the development of young uh, young men, young women, young boys, young girls. Like, that's very important to me. I want to set that example. Community is very important to me. Um, so as far as hobbies, I would say, you know, coaching youth sports is a, is a big hobby to me. I'm that, I'm that parent that I'm not, I, I also want to say I hate officials, but I, I don't like I've never met an official that I, that I like, right. Or that I agree with consistently. And so I'm that parent that will complain about a coach that will complain about an official. And, and, but I'm also that person that will say, okay, then shut up and do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if, if you don't like the way your kid's being coached, then maybe you need to shut up and go coach. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do. So I try to coach my kids sports, um, as much as I can. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that would be my hobby. Yeah. Um, I, I love working out. I love my, my, my weapon of choice is kettlebells. I love, I love working with kettlebells. It's the only tool that you can, you can, you can gain mobility, strength, and cardio from, depending on how you choose to use it. And so, you know, you get more bang for your buck. It's very inexpensive. And uh, that's, that's my goal. I want to be in better shape. Um, that's definitely an area I can, I can, I can improve. Um, but just adding structure getting more discipline I think everybody can can improve their discipline and, and having a nine and an 11 year old my daughter's in middle school and, and I definitely want to see them improve their discipline and, and right now my kids have great grades they're in a great place it's one of those things where other people compliment me of my kids behavior and I kind of look at them like I hold my <laughs> breath you know because I see them at home and it's like oh my gosh I hope they're not like this in front of other people and so I know that's kind of a roundabout way of saying I don't have a hobby, but I don't like I don't hunt. I don't camp. You know, I don't I don't go out to bars and hang out with a bunch of people like that's just not my thing. Um, you know, I love my family. And, and, you know, I had some things happen recently that that have really made me refocus and, and, and shift some things. And so, um, you know, I, I really want, you know, my family to be a focus. And, and um, there's a little more flexibility with real estate. Um, than there has been with teaching. With teaching, you know, I'm married to a bell schedule and I'm not able to pick up or drop off my kids in the morning mm-hmm. to school. And so now I can do that. I can pick up, I can drop off. And, and uh, you know, I have my kids work out at the gym that I own, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm able to, to I still, I'm still training. Um, I run some speed and agility classes mm-hmm. through the batting cage at my gym. And so all of those parents all of those families are potential leads. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm able to capture all that information. And I don't do it for the leads. I do it for the kids. And I go to more more youth events than most people. And so I would like to get more involved in um, my local chambers of commerce and uh, the Rotary Clubs. I think that's just um, – I just think there's tremendous value there. Um, Community is important to me. And I, I kind of spoke about it on the youth development side, but there's so much I don't know on the Chamber of Commerce side and on the Rotary side. And so all that stuff costs money. And, and having been a long, a long time resident of where I'm from, I think there's, a, you know, I've, 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 there's just so much that I don't know, yeah. even even having been in town as long as I have been. And so, um, you know, I want to get more involved in that kind of stuff. Gotcha. What? What's something you can say you gained from the year 2021? From 2021, um, I've learned that I can do all things. Um, I've learned that I can, like like Rocky Balboa, man, I can I can take a shot, I can get beat up, and I can I can I can come back and be triumphant. Um, you know, I, I've learned that work ethic is transferable. Um, no matter what I'm doing, you know, if I'm doing dishes, or if I'm you know, working for a client, if I'm, if I'm coaching kids, you know, the work ethic is transferable. Um, being relatable to people is, uh, you know, just being, just being a servant. I, I found tremendous value in that, you know, not trying to, not trying to do too much, just trying to show people you care. And, and I think people can see that. Awesome. What, one question I, I love to ask every guest on the podcast is who do you say you are? Who do I say I am? Man, I've never been asked that before. Um, who do I say I am? Oh, man. You're stumping me with that. Well, I'm a man of God. I'm a family man. I'm a community man. And, you know, um, I probably would just leave it at that. You know, I love my family. I, I love my wife. I love my kids. Um, and, and people can see that. And I've been, like I told you earlier, just being able to do this interview with yourself and some of the other guys here, being at the prayers, prayer warrior retreat, prayer line retreat, it's been, um, it's almost like it's been a long time coming. And just being able to be here, share this moment. And like you're saying, we may not have hobbies per se, but having a getaway like this where you get to refresh, be around other brothers that you can kind of lean on and really um, just kind of be able to take the pressure off for a minute where you don't have to be Superman. Or for one minute, you may serve one way, and then another minute, somebody else is serving in another way. So what what is being here done for you this weekend? Man, being here has been a been a release it's been great to to put some faces with some names it's funny i can close my eyes and hear people talk and i know who's talking and although i might not before this i might not know what that person looked like i knew what that person sounded like and so it's just been refreshing to just it just has been a deeper connection i definitely feel like i've gotten closer to god man and just uh have taken away some tools you know we had a presentation on fatherhood yesterday that just for me it resonated. It, it pricked my spirit. It definitely, you know, shot me in the heart and, and, and has is, is going to make allow me to make some adjustments and, and look at some things differently. Um, 
but it's been great to fellowship. It's been great to connect with guys. I mean, for me, these are going to be lifelong connections. Um, I don't want this to be a one-time thing. I'm hoping I'm, I'm going to I'm going to make sure I'm going to set aside funds so that I can do this annually. Um, you know, because I that's you know, real estate had allowed me to to do this because I, I had a I had a really great summer, and I was able to allocate some funds to to to, to make this happen. And so, you know, I'm hoping to do that again in the future. Um, you know, I'd love to bring my bring my fam I don't you know bring my family out here and, and, and show them around Tennessee. Not that I know my way around Tennessee, but you know, uh, my kids my kids are into colleges. You know, they're looking ahead. My kids know college football. They know colleges and college mascots. And so, to be able to put that in their brain early and maybe go by the University of Tennessee, since we're you know we flew into Knoxville, I think that would be tremendous value. There's my one of my daughter's teammates moms played softball at the University of Tennessee so to be able to have those kind of connections you know maybe go out to see Dr. Pat Ivey at Louisville um, you know and I know that invitation is there you know and or, or to go to you know Atlanta and go see you know coach Chris Crumpler and 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 see whatever you know whatever else there is to see in Atlanta and I know and I know there's a lot so um it's just great, man. It, it makes me want to move to Atlanta. You know, there's so many, so many cats that are from Atlanta, and then there's so much going on there. Um, I know it's very densely populated, and, and, and there's so much to do and so much to know, but um, just the connection is so strong, man. The bond is so strong, and it's just been a great weekend. It's been a tremendous amount of fun. Um, and it's trying to stay connected at home, you know, and be, be there for everybody at home, too. It's just, I have a hard time getting away, but this has been an absolute great experience. Yeah, I was gonna say you def- Well, we might want to have you stay in Cali so we have a reason to come out there and visit. <laughs> but you always have an open invitation to come to Atlanta, come anywhere over to the East Coast Man, anytime. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I know my clock is gonna be messed up for the next week. <laughs> that that West Coast to East Coast thing, man, is no joke. And especially with this being daylight savings time, mm. um, I'm hoping I get some good rest tonight. <laughs> yeah. I think we go, what is it? We go back an hour. Fall backwards, yeah. Gotcha. Get so an hour like, rest. We get, yeah. And then you go even back, you'll get three extra hours. Yep. So it's like, hey, I, I, I had to come up. Yep, yep, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, one thing I, I was thinking about is. <clears throat> Especially a teacher at the secondary level where, you know, you got five or six classes, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of married to a bell schedule. Yeah. And you know what you're doing throughout the day. Well, in the real estate world, there's nothing. You can go in the office. You know, some agents will go out for coffee mm-hmm. and they'll hang out at the office, go back to the office, hang out, check some emails, yeah. um, you know, meet somebody for lunch. And, and, and they're not really necessarily generating their own business. And so um, having the daily accountability sheet, it's a literal to do list every day. And so one of the things that uh, through the icon coaching class yeah. with the daily accountability sheet, 10 contacts, 10 real estate contacts, and they could be uh Client contacts, mm-hmm. they can be business-to-business contacts, meaning, yeah. uh, you know, let's say I'm, I'm reaching out to my buddy Asher, who's a lender. I'm, I'm talking shop with Asher. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking shop with, you know, another agent. I'm talking shop with uh, a parent from my kid's soccer team who yeah. is looking to relocate. You right, know? So right. those, are, those are the kind of conversations that you want to have. Um, the other thing that was really valuable for me that helps you generate business organically is the, the social media actions, which I thought was really difficult at first, but um, after doing it for a little while now, to me, that's easier than making the calls. But basically, and you can use whatever social media platform you use yeah. or that you prefer. I like Facebook. 
Um, but it's, ask, it's it's sharing sharing something. It's making like eight comments or ten comments mm-hmm. on people's posts. Just being yeah. being engaging. Uh, private messaging. Uh, right. Five or six. I can't remember what was that. One, two, three, four, five, six, eight. Eight private messages. Gotcha. Putting your own post, and so. But those um, have to be. Um, authentic and organic. But real estate related. No. Or no. Not necessarily. Not necessarily because. You want people to think of you when they need something real estate related. Mm. So for me, owning a batting cage, being owner of a gym, having been a teacher, people see me in that light. So to try to get someone to shift how they see me, it's very helpful for me to be sharing real estate content every day, Mm. Um, sharing what's going on with the market, sharing what trends are across the country. uh, It helps people see me in that light. And... Uh, but then if you're commenting on someone's page, like where you see something, you're commenting something authentic is just showing a different side of you. Like, yep. You're just I'm being engaging. Always, I'm not always at work, but it's just um, I'm human. Yep. Absolutely. You're being engaging. And, you know, for me, I mean, I've lived where I've lived for a long time. I've worked in the community for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, it's about getting people to see me in that different light. Right. For instance, I've had a lot of organic traffic and one of the, in those private messages, I kind of have developed a canned response. Hey, how's it going? Let me pull one up just so I can show you All right. and I'll just read it to you. And it's, it's kind of a canned response. It is authentic. It is real, but right. um, that's just kind of how I've been enge- choosing to engage with people. And I've gotten a lot of traction from it. And I mm. think it's really valuable. Um, it's consistent. It absolutely is consistent. Um, so, Hey, how's it going? How are you? How are things? Hope all is well with you and yours. I'm just reaching out to all my peeps and trying to get my real estate game rolling. So if you know anyone that's looking to buy or sell a home, I'd love to help them out. And I'd obviously kick you down a referral uh, for helping. Um, I know I know you know a million people in real estate, but I'd still like to be one of those referral options. And so everyone's very cordial and everyone's very encouraging. And I've actually had a couple people that I know from high school or from other things that have put me in touch or put me on group texts with people that are trying to um, to buy or sell. And so I've had uh, another lady that came from the gym who I trained her and her husband and a couple of her kids. Um, she referred me to her oldest son, who and she was in the real estate business. She was a title rep for, I want to say Chicago title or something like that. Okay. And a kid that I worked with when he was 15 is now 30. Yeah. And looking to purchase a home. And so I reached out to him. Um, he's, he's married now with a child, wow. which is, which is kind of creepy. Um, <laughs> and, you know, he this said, hey. This is a kid you saw growing up. Yes, this is a kid I worked with when he was in middle school and high school. Um, and then his parents got divorced, and, and I kind of lost touch with him. And um, I actually saw him years later. He was working at Target, and I saw him, and he, was, he wasn't 5'10", he was 6'5". And it, but with with facial hair and I, it looked like someone I knew and I, he looked recognized me before I recognized him and so yeah. um, I, you know I stopped seeing him at Target and then his mom put us back in touch so it's just you know those little those little blessings right like that and you know for him to have a child and they're, he's in a house now that they're looking to or he's renting right now and is looking to purchase a home right. and so you know just to be put in touch with someone like that who's they're looking to get pre qualified and um, to be able to help. You know, I, I love to serve anyway, mm-hmm. but to be able to help people like that, to be, I'm, I'm a big believer in helping friends and family. Yeah. 
So to be able to serve friends and family, man, I love to do that. Uh, there's just tremendous value in that, and, and I take great pride in that. And so um, another potential uh, listing that, that came about, there was a um, – I used to work at, a, at, the high, at the local high school where I work, yeah. and there was a girl who played basketball. I used to train the basketball team, and this particular girl actually came back and TA'd for me her senior year, mm-hmm. and her dad was also a football coach, so I got to work with her brother and her dad. Mm-hmm. And I actually used to play flag football against her dad. So just someone I know. Yeah. Now, this guy's in the construction field, and his wife is in the, in the IT field. Right. And so they know a bunch of realtors. This group, they're, they're, uh, they're pretty much empty nesters now. Mm-hmm. And they have a, a 1.3-acre lot and a home with a guest home. And, you know, they reached out to me mm-hmm. to talk about listing their home. Now, we haven't signed anything. We're, I'm not listing it, per se, yet. Right. But I'm in the conversation, and these are people that are, you know, older than me. But trust me, think enough of me to even include me in that conversation. And that came from doing things like this. And so, again, just from being in the education field, having that structure and being disciplined enough to do that every day has is, had is a tremendous value to me. The hard part is, is making those calls. Um, we use a CRM, uh, a content relationship manager. It's called KV Core very very powerful tool and you know I've, I've uploaded some contacts into kv core yeah and i haven't done a lot of cold calls and so making cold calls and trying to get people interested in your real estate business is is very difficult yeah. and and uh, it, it's it's difficult for me i've never this is i don't want to say this is my first sales experience yeah but it, it kind of it in a way it is i mean in my opinion you're always selling something right. um but but in a professional setting, this is this is probably my first sales job, and, and at my other real estate job, I kind of just chased leads. It was different. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm organically trying to grow and and uh, and and generate business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, making cold calls is man, it's tough. It's interesting. It's very interesting. So I, I'm reaching out to people, and I have different people. Um, there's all kind of tools out there that you can pay to to give you leads. But, uh, it's very, you know, I'm not trying to, I mean, I'm not balling out of control. I don't right. make a tremendous amount of money. And I'm, I, I don't have a big, huge real estate team. So I don't, I don't have, you know, extra money to spend on Zillow leads or any other kind of program like that. So to be able to generate your own business, I think, is just tremendously valuable. And, right. and adding those kind of programs on after the fact is just icing on the cake. What, what is it about the, uh, the cold calls for you that, that's like... That's most challenging. I would say, I would say, reaching out to a stranger about, you know, uh, uh, making a tremendous purchase or, or you know, trying to help them sell their home when they're with you don't. There's so much information you don't know, and I think for me, I think, not to brag on myself, but to know me is to love me, and so, if I can get in front of you face to face. I believe I can win you over. But to try to do that through a cold call, I just think it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Now, I think coming overcoming that is where um, scripting, practicing, um, you know, just coming from an athletics background, mm-hmm. you do a lot of mental repetitions. You do a lot of, uh, you know, it's just practice, practice, practice. And mm-hmm. so I know for me personally, I need to practice more. Mm-hmm. And, um, and like even the physical repetitions going back to athletics is one of those things where it's like you have 
Like if you have someone in your space to where you can practice with, it seems Absolutely. like you get better rather than just being in the batting cage by yourself, just hitting. It's like Different. You, don't, you might not have something to measure against. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, it's, it helps. And, and I don't always have that in the office. Um, so it's, it's, it's good to, it's good to practice. So, you know, and we have practice in the office. It's just not a regular thing. So, um, we do have a couple offices with our company and there are people that have come from other brokerages that are better at calling. And so, you know, my goal is to get around those people and, uh, call, call, cold call with them. Cold call them Monday. Just be like, Hey, this is Billy Bob. Just change up the accent. Just yeah. be like, Hey, I got, I got this. From. They're like, who? It's like, Hey, it's yeah. like, well, I want to I want to sit with those people and I, I want to be a fly on the wall and I want to see how they I want to see how they work. I want to see how they practice. And so, um, you know, to me, a script is is only as good as you can practice it and sure. as, as good as you know it. Yeah. It's only going to work as well as you know it. So I have to get better at that. Right. And that's only going to help me level up. Another good thing that I try to do um, is open houses. Yeah. I like doing open houses because I get to meet people and and. You know, obviously the the goal with the open house, the primary goal is to obviously sell the home that you're holding open. And one of the things about open houses that I didn't know, you know, let's say, you know, Asher, the realtor, is listing this home and it's worth $500,000. Well, you know, there's a new agent in Asher's office. Asher has, you know, a camp to go with his daughter, so he can't hold the house open. Well, his seller wants to have an open house. Well, Asher can have that other young punk young pup agent in the office hold his house hold his his client's house open and so if you know if there's if there are listings that that i'm not able to hold open in our office you know then i'll call around and try to hold an office hold an open house for for someone else and so i've had i've had a lot of success with that and you know the secondary goal with holding open houses is trying to identify a buyer who's not already working with an agent and so, you know, I've, I've had uh, I've had some success with identifying buyers that way. Um, the only negative part is getting people to fill out your information. And so, um, you know, this is a I created a sign in sheet through Google Sheets right. and, you know, I try to capture everyone's information. And so, um, you know, people are misleading. Um, you know, this gentleman, Mr. Zhang here, I, I reached out to him and I, now his number's kind of sloppy. And I called that number and every every which way of that number and it was disconnected, no longer in service. I tried to email, the email bounced back and, 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 and it was I was disappointed because he seemed to really like the house that I held open. And, you know, I, I was I was looking forward to working with him. He was an investor. And uh, so it was just it was just kind of a shot to the heart. But that's part of the business. Um, you know, after getting to know people or after, after meeting people in the open house setting, uh, like I said, I try to sell them on me and, and, and how well I know the area and, and, you know, again, more leads and everything is pretty much a numbers game. So just trying to meet different people and and trying to serve them ultimately. And so I try to capture everybody's information and, and, uh, you know, the sellers want to see that kind of stuff too. Um, you know, I held an open house you know, from one to four and I was supposed to meet my family at five and I ended up hanging out with the seller afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
you know, debriefing with him and, and getting to know his story. And, and uh, you know, it wasn't my listing. It was for someone in my, in my office. And it was a good experience. Um, the seller, you know, uh, was just a, just a really cool guy, a musician. He had a, he had a studio in his, off of his garage. And it was, I mean, he had over 26 guitars that he wanted to sell and, and just, just a, just a cool guy, man. And, and, um, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where it helps you know the house, you know, knowing the situation helps you articulate that to potential buyers and, um, they get to see how, how much you know and how much you care about people. One question that I, I'd like to wrap up with, or before I wrap up, I'd like to ask you, how can people get in touch with you, whether it's for real estate, whether it's for um, Next Level Academy? Just how can they find you online or offline? Would sure. You like to share that? Sure, absolutely. So on Facebook and Instagram for uh, the Next Level Academy, where we offer uh, you know your baseball, softball instruction, we're at next underscore level 916 that's on facebook and on instagram at next underscore level 916 and so 916 that's the sacramento area code the sacramento area area code so that's where we got the 916 from um as far as real estate it's gabe sells homes it's at gabe sells homes um on instagram and on facebook so pretty easy to get a hold of and that might be at gabe sells homes 916 i need to check that but uh (laughs) Yeah, it's 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 uh yeah, it's at Gabe Sells Homes nine one six. So yep, at Gabe Sells Homes nine one six and uh you know I'm I'm easy to find, I'm very responsive and um you know, I love what I do and take great pride in what I do and what I'm a I exist to serve. So if I can serve anybody in any way, man, all you gotta do is reach out. Awesome. And the last question I'd like to ask you is are you still who you said you are? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a servant and, you know, I'm a man of God, you know, I'm a family man, I'm a community man. And, uh, you know, I I take great pride in what I do. Awesome. Thank you for the time. No, thank you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. This was awesome.